Have you ever wondered what your guests think about the packaging you use to give them their food? Whether it's a wrapper or a box or a paper bag, what do your guests really think about it? And does that product do the job you expect it to do? Well, today we're going to talk about a survey that was done by the Food Packing Institute where they surveyed a whole bunch of people and asked them what they felt about the paper products that are being served in fast food restaurants. And yes, we're food trucks, but fast food serves their products very similarly to how you're serving yours. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Dreaming of owning your food truck business but not sure what to expect? Table Needs has just the behind-the-scenes info you're looking for. Recently, Ben, the CEO of Table Needs, sat down with the husband and wife co-owners of Restless Coffee to chat about their first year. What went well, what didn't, what they wish they had known sooner, and their vision for the future. Click the link in the episode description to watch the video for free. So the very first question that they asked was, how important is the food packaging used when deciding which fast food restaurant you visit? Meaning, do you think about how the food is being packaged or do you think about the food first? And the survey was ranged from not important to very important. Overall, 63% of the survey indicated that they don't care. Don't care how the food's packaged. What they care about is how good the food tastes. But the packaging can lead to disappointment. So let's talk about some of the comments that were done in this survey. So here's the first one, and we're talking about just their feeling about the paper. I don't recall anything negative about it, so by default, it must have been a positive experience. In all honesty, I had no thoughts about the packaging at all, which is actually a positive thing in and of itself. So what do consumers want from food packaging? That was the second question. And here are the top four things that people are looking for out of your packaging. One, they want it to be durable. And what that means is they want it to do its job until they start to consume your food. Number two, 47% said they want it to be well insulated, keep the hot food hot, cold food cold. 38% said they wanted it to be sustainable. And then 33% said they want it to be minimalist meaning they want the fewest bits of paper and cardboard given to them that still does the job, allows them to carry the food, and keeps the food hot or cold. So when it comes to durability, here's some of the things that folks said. Good strength and held up to long travel before reheat. No breakdown, no leaking. That's a good thing. The packaging is so thin and flimsy that it broke on the way home and all the food spilled out. Think about your packaging. Is that a possibility? Just because it's out of your care doesn't mean you're still not responsible for the stuff you gave the people. It was very durable and it didn't cause my food to shift or spill in the takeout bag. So that's a positive comment. Another negative comment. It was non-recyclable styrofoam that broke on me on the way home and spilled my whole meal out within minutes of leaving the store. I know that most food truck owners go for the least expensive paper product out there. And I've seen some styrofoam that should not have been used. And yet it was. It was handed to me. Look at your styrofoam. Is it actually doing its job? Or is it so thin that it can't even hold its shape? I've seen some styrofoam that it's supposed to be a square and it's not. It's supposed to be flat and it's not. Insulation. Some of the comments on insulation keeping hot food hot, cold food cold. Food was still hot when I got home and gave my son his food. Awesome. 
Some fast food does not taste good cold. And it doesn't matter whether it tastes good cold or not. Was that your intention? You gave them hot food. It should be able to travel a little bit of a distance. My food was cold and had moisture inside the packaging. Moisture on bread does not taste great. So that tells you that they had packaging that allowed the steam to collect from the sandwich and then it rained back down on the bread. Should have been in a vented package, but it was not. Hot food was hot. The cold food was cold and it stayed contained. What more could you ask for? And those are some comments on insulation. Another negative comment. The food was close to cold. The flavor was not what I was expecting. Now what I suggest you do once you have your packaging figured out is how well does the packaging work for your food at distance. If your average consumer comes up to you and is going to be five minutes away from the office, will the food still be hot five minutes from now? If it's 10 minutes, will it still be hot 10 minutes from now? When I set up our last delivery restaurant, it was called the Philly Station in Niceville, Florida, we actually drove around Niceville to figure out how far we could go with a sandwich before it was not high quality. And surprisingly, based on sandwiches, it ain't very far. We would go about 8 to 10 minutes from the store and the sandwich was starting to get cold. And that's not what we wanted to sell. And it's not what consumers wanted to buy either. Sustainability. We hear about that all the time. Politicians push that on us as if that is what most Americans want. And then you have a very small minority of people that are very, very vocal about sustainability. So here's what people in general say about sustainability. Positive comment. It came in a reusable bowl that I could store in my cabinets or save for later. So I'm thinking that's probably one of the Chinese restaurants because they tend to give you the little bit thicker bowls that people will definitely reuse and create their own Tupperware with it. That is not sustainability, because at some point, that bowl will no longer be useful, and it will get thrown in the trash. It won't degrade. It won't, it won't compost. So it's not technically sustainable, but this person thought it was awesome because it was reusable. Negative comment. They use clear virgin plastic for their bowls and blue non-compostable plastic for their spoons, and didn't even offer an option for recycling. Every time I see their garbage bin packed full of these plastic containers, my heart dies just a little. If you live in a place where recycling is a big deal, somebody has made that, somebody has made that first and foremost in the consumer's mind, then you need to have some way to recycle. Show that you're part of the community and that you care about the recycling ability of your products. So put out that little recycle bin and then use products that are made out of mostly recycled materials and then brag about it. There are parts of the country where that is a big deal. There are parts of the country that don't care at all. You got to work within what your area wants. Another positive comment. I believe the container was made from recycled material and the bowl held up well in the fridge for a couple of days until I ate it. So that's awesome. Some recyclable material will deteriorate the longer the food sits in it. Another thing for you to judge, because people are judging your business on everything you give them. Not just the food, but the paper as well. Nothing was recyclable. Even the, the drink cup was number five plastic and not locally recyclable. So again, make sure that you understand what your area is looking for. If the majority of people want recyclable stuff, you got to have it. Minimalism. Minimalism means that you package with the least amount of paper possible to still get the food into the hands of the guest and it still is maintaining its temperature, whether it's hot or cold. The minimum amount of packaging was used while still protecting the food. Big thumbs up. Positive comment. Negative comment. Everything was individually packaged, which were then put together in a bigger bag. It was incredibly wasteful and useless. Sometimes we package things in a way that makes sense to us. It makes it easier for us to hand it to the guest, and sometimes we don't. What you got to make sure is that it makes sense to both sides. 
the least amount of paper possible given to your guests, which helps you with your costs and your expenses, but then also the exact correct amount of paper to maintain the integrity of the food. It is a balancing act. you got to teach your employees how to package properly. Another positive comment, my item was packaged in a paper bag without additional wrapping. They thought that was awesome. Very negative comment. There was way too much of it. Boxes inside of bags, inside of bigger bags. Every product had separate packaging. Again, it may make sense to us to do it that way, but it may not make sense to the guest. And it's obviously wasting money if you're putting bags inside of bags. So think about how you can get the product into the guest hands with the least amount of paper possible, which saves you money, but then also it has to be the right amount of paper to keep their food hot or cold. So here was a bonus question that they asked. How was the meal packed? The wrappers were all the same, even though they had different things inside them. They had marked the wrappers, but you couldn't tell what the marks meant at all. For an example, we sell breakfast. We have the basic sausage, ham, or bacon, then we have egg and cheese. We have those on biscuits, we have it on muffin, we have it on toast. So just in that little bit of a product, there's a whole bunch of different ways that one dude can come up and order a sandwich for him and his family. We could have sausage, egg, and cheese on toast, sausage, egg, and cheese on a biscuit, sausage, egg, and cheese on a muffin. And then somebody else wants bacon. Somebody else wants a bacon, egg, and cheese. So now we've got all these different sandwiches that need to be marked in a manner that makes sense not to us, but to the guest. So think about how you're going to mark your products that makes sense. We use grease pencils, and then we just mark it. Bacon, egg, and cheese, we write it out. Ham, egg, and cheese, we write it out. The foil, this is a negative comment, the foil paper wrappers, the paper was not folded properly, leaving part of the sandwich uncovered, which led to a room temperature sandwich. There's a whole bunch of people out there that think they know how to wrap sandwiches that do not. There's many different ways to wrap a sandwich, and not all of them work. And not all of them work well. And some of them are just ridiculous slow to do. So here's another negative comment again about how the paper is handling the product. Brand A. They don't say which brand it was. Brand A folds the paper around the sandwich. But Brand B wads it up around the sandwich which makes a mess of the condiments in your hands. The folded neatly wrapped foil packaging or box is the best for sandwiches. And I can probably tell you which companies they're talking about. A properly trained Burger King employee should fold the wrap around the sandwich very neatly. It should have the Christmas package look to it, tucked underneath, and handed out. There's another company that, especially in our area, it has a whole bunch of guys in the name. They literally wad your burger up around aluminum foil, and when it comes out, it looks like it's a baseball. Every time I've gone there, we stopped going there just because of that. The food's greasy, it's messy, and they don't care about the end product. It's ugly. To fold a sandwich, to wrap a sandwich, very easy. You can do it very quickly and get really, really good at it without crushing the sandwich, without damaging the products that you spent time to assemble and make it look pretty. So use the appropriate packaging for your product. The reason a Big Mac is in a clamshell is because it allows them to build the sandwich within the clamshell. So I'll give you just a real quick tip on wrapping because I have wrapped literally thousands, hundreds of thousands of sandwiches over the years. I've been doing this 46 years and there was a long, long time that I was the dude that was doing all the sandwich wrapping. I got really, really good at it really, really fast. No matter what size your wrap is, you want to put the sandwich dead center. The edge that's closest to you, you want to take that and fold it up over the crown of the bun without you touching the crown. Then the edge that's farthest away from you, grab it, bring it towards you, again, without touching the crown. 
then slide your hands because you should have your left hand on the bottom part holding it on the top of the crown the right hand has gone up and picked the farthest edge brought it back towards you slide your two hands down the side of the bun without crushing it create just a little crease there take your thumb and forefinger folded away from you take your thumb and forefinger grab the other edge fold it back towards you now you have two pointed ends take those and tuck them under that wrap allows you number one to grip the sandwich without touching it without touching the top of it because there's nothing worse than getting a sandwich and somebody's put their big fat thumb in the middle of the top and crushed an otherwise pristine bun we used to get in trouble if we had the thumbprint in the sandwich so i got to be really really good at wrapping stuff with aluminum foil paper which is super expensive and very unforgiving when you don't wrap it properly it looks like a mess so the question is what do your guests have to say how do they feel about your paper products are you, do you live in an area that wants recyclable stuff do you live in an area that cares about compostable stuff do you care about it do you want to brag about having it if you're going to have it brag about having it let other people that have the similar view as you do know that they can come to your business because you have that kind of paper. But make the paper worthy of your product. Don't let the negative experience of someone having gone to your food truck be the way you presented the food and the bags and the paper. And it all just takes away from the awesome food. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.